0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It's actually a Picks Thursday. It's a Tuckheads Thursday because we should be able to get to an email question or two. Because of my travel schedule, we're going to talk with Greg Cosell tomorrow on a Finish Strong Friday. Tomorrow, tomorrow. We'll talk to Greg Cosell tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day. That's definitely not how that song ends. Um, Anyway, Not important. What is important is I'm going to give you my thoughts on every game. Week number nine, if you can believe that, in the National Football League. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app in the United States of America and anyone that signs up this week. So you got two more days. Just make sure you sign up. Get the app on your phone. That's all you have to do. And put the code in Ross. If you deposit, even better. But then send that to me, that screenshot, Ross at Rostucker.com, And I will guarantee to sign a picture or card for you. So not not like, hey, you might win a signed picture. No, no. Like you're, this week, it's a special week. Anyone that does it wins. Pretty cool. Spread the word winner tomorrow at rostuckerNFL at Ross Tucker pod. You know the deal there. Uh, easy to enter. I usually do pick somebody later in the week. But sometimes I do it early in the week to mess with you guys a little bit. Sponsor confirmation, email winner as well. I'll have a new YouTube shout-out winner for whoever goes ahead and and makes a good comment on on one of our YouTube pages, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. So subscribe, comment. You might get a cameo-style shout-out where I email you and I say, hey, who do you want me to give a shout-out to? I'll be happy to give a shout-out to your brother, your mother, another, whatever. Uh, it is really when you just have to talk by yourself kind of for 30 minutes, you just do weird things, man, weird things. I I don't know what that was right there. Anyway, uh, I do know that we have yet another patron shout out today, Alex Freyer. Thank you, Alex. Welcome to the club. My man love giving the shout outs to the new patrons and love those of you that are signing up. Hopefully you're not only signing up to see all of our Bets for Even Money podcast. Hopefully you also are signing up to be able to chat and hang out with the other Tuckheads. It is a strong, vibrant, awesome community. And it is also Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: Good morning, Ross. Let's start with your breakdown of tonight's Thursday night game between the Packers and the 49ers.
0: Yeah, and this breakdown, Bri, is going to be presented by DraftKings. This is going to be a specific segment. This betting line, by the way, has gone all over the place. And we talk about that more on the Even Money podcast and the College Draft podcast a little bit now too. But the line has gone all over the place. Currently, the 49ers are getting five and a half points. But the betting line at DraftKings has fluctuated. The total is 50 points, Right. So if the Packers are favored by five and a half and the total is 50, that means they think essentially the Packers are going to score 27 and a half points and the Niners are going to score 22 points, something like that, right? So that's what they're predicting is 27, 22 Packers over the 49ers, but it's fluctuated because of the uncertain availability. Now, we know Jimmy G's out for a while. We know George Kittle's out for a while. Uh, It appears Nick Mullins will be the starter. Not much of a surprise there. We know for the Packers, no Jamal Williams, in addition to no A.J. Dillon. So that's one of the reasons why the line has fluctuated quite a bit. By the way, you can place wagers on the first person to score a touchdown, the last person to score a touchdown to score a touchdown at all. Like on every skill guy in the game, it's pretty cool. Um, They also have total points by half. You can do total points by the team's first, last team to score total touchdowns winning mark. I mean, it's it actually looking at the DraftKings sportsbook app right now, Brian, it's actually unbelievable how many little different things you can bet on. You can bet on, The uh, first quarter. You can put it on the first quarter. The Packers are favored by half a point in the first quarter. So, I don't know. There are some teams that are really fast starters and some teams that are slow starters. Maybe that would be something to look at at some point. Just make sure if you go to DraftKings, you throw the code Ross in there. Ultimately, I I can't pick Nick Mullins to win against Aaron Rodgers. I can't pick the Packers to lose two games in a row. Not a great spot for them with two really uh, down on the roster, fourth and fifth string running backs, short week on the road uh, at San Francisco. But no Jimmy G and no Kittle is more devastating for San Francisco. I believe that it is for Green Bay. I think the Packers will win the game. And the Niners defense had been a little bit better. So I think Vegas has it kind of right. I-, I think showcase game, primetime game, I think it ends up being 30-23 to 23 the Packers win. So I think the Packers score a little bit more maybe than the folks at DraftKings do. 30-23, to 23, the Green Bay Packers get the win on the road. They get to 6-2. Huge game for both. I mean, the Niners are kind of out of it, but huge game for both these teams.
1: Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. All right, let's start with the Giants at the Washington football team.
0: Really looking forward to this game. I know people are like, what? No, I am. Like, I mean, these are two first-year head coaches. They're trying to build up their teams. These are the games that you need to win. And really, you know, if Washington wins, then they're still kind of in the mix in the NFC East. If Washington loses, they get the two and six. Man, these other teams might be like handing the division to the Philadelphia Eagles. So Washington has a chance to continue to be a threat to the Eagles if they win. If they lose, then it's a total mess, a total cluster. You know what? Uh, I'll go Washington coming off of the bye. You know, this was a close game the last time these two teams played washington easily could have won it the giants had a hard fought monday night game now they're going on the road i essentially think these teams are even you know that's why i did take the giants on the even money podcast i would have loved them more at three and a half points i took them at three points i think this is very similar to the last game i think it's 20 to 17 something like that i'll take washington coming off the bye over the Giants coming off a Monday night game.
1: The Chicago Bears at the Tennessee Titans.
0: So, this is another game where I don't really understand the spread. Both teams coming off of bad losses. The Bears, just the way they lost in overtime. The uh, Titans, more along the lines of just losing to Cincinnati the way they did. By the way, the Bears cut Ted Ginn Jr. yesterday. So, they cut a wide receiver. Not the one I thought they would in Javon Wims, that it was Ted Ginn Jr. And by the way, the Titans, we did talk about this yesterday, cut Vic Beasley and Jonathan Joseph. So a lot of teams, Brian, kind of cutting some of their veteran dead weight, even though they owe the guys their money for the rest of the year. It, they're like, you know what? To some cost. We don't even want the guy around anymore. We want to play some of our younger guys. Okay. I think this is a close game. Uh, I think the Titans defense leaves a lot to be desired. So maybe the bears have a chance to actually score some points. I will take the Titans to win a close game late. As I said, on the even money podcast, I like the bears with the points for sure, but I'll say Tennessee gets it done. And I'm going to say 24, 23 bears score more points than they have been against a bad Titans defense Titans score more points. Maybe than the bears have been allowing 24, 23 Tennessee should be a great football game. Next up, Detroit at Minnesota. So obviously the Vikings getting Dalvin Cook back was huge for them, and they looked awfully good in that game against the Packers. Really, what was as impressive as any was the way in which they were able to only give up 22 points to the Packers, and one of those touchdowns was late. Part of that was they were controlling the ball on the ground. Detroit's defense is terrible still. It's a huge indictment, really, of Matt Patricia, who I like personally. Worked with him when I was with the Patriots. But, I mean, it's year three. To be giving up 40 points like that to the Colts last week, it's just not good enough. I I think the Vikings win the game. Uh, But this this is kind of another toss-up. That's why on the Even Money podcast, a lot of these toss-up games, I took the team that is getting the point because I could see the Lions winning this game. Easily, I could see the Lions win this game. I'll take, though, the Vikings, based on their performance last week, at home with Dalvin Cook. I'll say 27-24 Minnesota.
1: Carolina Panthers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs are going to win the game.
0: And if you need a survivor pick and you haven't used the Chiefs yet, this would probably be a pretty good one to use. There aren't a lot of huge spreads this week. I will say, from a Carolina perspective, I kind of was think, tempted to take them on the Even Money podcast and think that they'll keep it close, but even when the Chiefs, the, first of all, it feels like the Panthers the last couple of weeks are kind of going in the wrong direction. Secondly, it feels like the Chiefs, even when they're not playing great, they can still pull away and win by double digit. So, I'll take Kansas City to win the football game. I'm going to go uh, Chiefs you know, the Panthers' defense is just so bad. I'll go Chiefs 38, Carolina 24. 38-24, Kansas City. Lock them up.
1: Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. So two
0: 1-6 teams. I still haven't found out how to pronounce that kid's last name, Brian. Do you know how to pronounce it? I've said Luton.
1: Luton? I think so.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought too. I think that's what it is. I, I still am a 100% sure. I can Google it real quick, but it's kind of more funny. It's kind of like more of a bit to not know how to say his last name. I had somebody tweet me, at Ross Tucker NFL, you're, you're, you get paid to call college games and you don't know how to – You don't know how to pronounce his name? A guy who played at a Power Five conference? Hey, hey, listen, Twitter dude. I didn't call an Oregon State game. I didn't watch an Oregon State game last year. How am I supposed to know? That's how you you would actually hear it. So, anyway, Houston, I think, will win the game. I, I can't imagine Luton will come out and play awesome, although Texans' defense isn't very good. I think Houston wins the game. You know, coming off a bye, I guess they're both coming off a bye, but Deshaun Watson, I'm taking Deshaun Watson over Jake Luton, okay? That's what I'm doing. It's really that simple. I'll say Houston 31, Jacksonville 23.
1: I just Googled it. It's Luton, like L-O-O-T-E-N, Luton. Luton? Luton. Luton? Yes. All right, I told
0: uh, you, how do you not know that? Gosh, you know, the guy was a six-round pick. How do you not know
1: that? I know. I know. Sorry, Twitter guy. Uh, Baltimore and Indianapolis. Twitter has the potential to be such
0: a good place, and yet so many people on there. I think how you how you engage and reply on Twitter says a lot about you. There's just a lot of anger that you know it, it's a lot of people are very easily triggered and when you tweet something th- their default is to think that you're taking a shot at them or their team or whatever like i will tweet facts and people will be like that's so unfair like i tweeted tom brady and the bucks six and two bill belichick and the Patriots two and five. Oh my god, well, what about all the opt-outs? And what do you think? I could win with Tampa Bay's roster. Like, dude, it it th- those those are literally the records of the teams. But people can see that and they read into it how they want to read into it. It's fascinating. I think social media has really hurt uh our society in a lot of ways, unfortunately. Uh What the hell are we even talking about, Brian?
1: We were talking about Baltimore and Indianapolis. Well, we weren't. I mean, I teed you up on that. You haven't talked about Baltimore and Indianapolis. So why don't we talk about Baltimore and Indianapolis? Luton, huh? Luton? Yeah. Luton. All
0: right. So Ravens, Colts, huge game. First of all, if you understand Baltimore at all, they despise the Colts. They're not over it. They'll never be over it for the Colts leaving. In fact, when Indianapolis plays in Baltimore, it'll say Ravens and Indy. The only team in the NFL where they will not put the nickname up when the Colts play in Baltimore, they will not put Colts up there. They will not do it. I love it. I love little tiny things like that. You know, I don't know, Bri. I mean, Ravens don't have Ronnie Stanley. Colts are playing well. You know, Ravens don't have these guys practicing. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna show some faith in the Colts. Philip Rivers. I feel like the Ravens. That was a tough loss for them to back bounce back from after the Steelers game. The Colts defense is playing well. Let's do it. Let's ride. Colts twenty three. Ravens twenty. Let the doggies out. underdog of the week.
1: Seattle at Buffalo. Uh, I think
0: Seattle's going to win. I mean, at this point, the the Bills, my beloved Bills, they're just not playing as well as they need to, I think, to beat a team like Seattle. Seattle's defense showed up against the Niners and played better. The Bills' offense has kind of been in a funk, kind of been dormant for a while. So – I'm going to take the Seahawks to win the game on the road. Probably a close game. And it feels like in that situation, you got to trust Russell Wilson more than you trust Josh Allen. Let's go 27-24 Seattle.
1: Denver Broncos at the Atlanta Falcons.
0: This is a pretty big game for both teams, really for their coach's job status. Hold on a second. Like- Man. Bless you. That's such, a, that's such a thank you. It's a really, really bad feeling when you're like I had that happen while I was doing a radio show the other day, Bri. Like you know, I was on on the phone. You know, when you sneeze, by the way, I got my COVID test results this morning. I'm negative again. I'm 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 undefeated this year, by the way. I am now I think um seven and oh. I'm undefeated versus COVID so far this year, Bri. Did you know that?
1: That's awesome. Uh, hope, hopefully you can uh, surpass the Miami Dolphins of 1972. Dude,
0: I'm going to have more than 17 games, I think. and No, I won't get tested that many times. I don't think to get tested for the radio games. But, yeah, I just I – mean, I don't want to get COVID at all, but I really want to get through football season without getting it so Amen. I can do all these games and whatever. Otherwise, that would knock me out of a bunch of stuff. Um, so I'm doing the right things. We're not even allowed to use the hotel um, fitness center. I like go for walks. I walk steps. I do push-ups and yoga in my hotel room. Very strict policies for CBS, which is good. They're trying to to keep us safe, trying to keep us healthy. Uh, Atlanta, I kind of like Denver to win the game. Atlanta's at home. They've had more time to prepare. Uh, I like the way they played against Carolina. They're playing for Raheem Morris. Denver should not have won that game last week. I'll take Atlanta. I like Denver with the points. If you listen to Even Money Podcast, you know that already. But I'll take Atlanta because I do think it's a close game, late game. I'll take Matt Ryan over Drew Locke in that situation. Entertaining game, 30-27 to 27, Atlanta.
1: Las Vegas Raiders at the L.A. Chargers. The Raiders won't be at their stadium
0: this weekend, but I will. I can't wait. Have you been there yet?
1: No, uh, but I will be at the Vegas Chargers game in L.A. But no, I've not been to Vegas.
0: Very nice. Boy, that is like the Vegas L.A. game. It's just weird. Vegas versus L.A. I mean, things, times, they are a changing. I like the Raiders in the game. I'm a little surprised they're the underdog. The Chargers do not know how to close out games. The Raiders have a solid football team, four and three. That was a really impressive performance by them against Cleveland on the road. Bad weather. They ran it well. Uh, the Raiders will probably let me down, but I'm taking the Raiders to win this game on the road, Brian. I, I just, as good as Herbert's been, I think the Raiders have a better football team. Although, you know, when you look at spots, Chargers feels like they're kind of due for a win. Raiders feels like after that loss, they're more likely to come back down. But the Raiders are underdogs, it's only one point, but we can still let the doggies out. 100, 100, 100, 100,
1: 100. Ross is underdog of the 100, 100, 100, 100. Who let the, dogs out? the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers at the very defeated Dallas Cowboys.
0: Yeah, uh, this is probably your best survivor pick right here. You know, I don't picture Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush or whoever plays quarterback coming in and being able to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in that defense. Uh, It's kind of nice for them that this is the game they have after that Ravens slobber knocker. Pittsburgh wins going away for all the reasons you already know. Let's say 31-13 Steelers. They put the beat down on them. Lock them up.
1: Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it. Pick of the week. The Miami Dolphins at the Arizona Cardinals.
0: So, intriguing game. Four and three Dolphins, five and two Arizona Cardinals. I don't have enough faith in Tua to say that he's going to go to the West Coast to Arizona and win this game. Don't don't have enough faith. Don't really see it happening. Arizona coming off a bye, fresh, healthy. Dolphin, they're not going to get the special teams touchdown and another defensive touchdown. I think their defense is good, but Kyler Murray is kind of at a different level. I think the Arizona Cardinals get to 6-2. and should be really impressive. Arizona 26, Miami 20.
1: Sunday Night Football, the New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Bucks. That should be fun.
0: What an awesome Sunday night football game. This is this is almost essentially – it's not for the NFC South, but it's big. I mean, if the Saints win and they get to 6-2, and two, they give the Bucks a third loss and the Saints have two head-to-head wins, that would be huge for them. I don't see it happening. I think the Bucs win. They did not play great Monday. I think they'll bounce back and play better. I think Sunday night football – Brady knows what's at stake. Awesome football game. I'll go Bucks. You know, the, the Saints defense is still just troubling and having trouble. So Bucks 31, Saints 23. I think the Bucs actually win by
1: eight. Does Antonio Brown contribute to that? He does.
0: Yeah, Antonio Brown. I think I think Michael Thomas might finally play too. But yeah, I think Antonio Brown. Has a few catches, and uh, they say he's in great shape. I think he makes some plays. I think – how about – I mean, if Antonio Brown has a touchdown or two and he's like a difference in that game, Packers fans are going to go crazy. Uh, Seahawks fans are going to go crazy. I mean, they they all could have had him, theoretically.
1: All right, finally, Monday Night Football, the New England Patriots at the New York Jets.
0: So I think the Patriots will win this one. Obviously, the Jets are terrible. This would be another one you could lock up the Patriots. I can't imagine. I mean, think about how bad it would be in New England if they lost this one, if they lost to the Jets on Monday night football with everybody watching. That would be absolutely brutal. I don't see it happening. Patriots win. You could even lock up the Patriots. You're not going to be able to lock up the Patriots very much. This would be a game to lock them up. So you could do KC. I think Pittsburgh's your best bet. But you could do New England. It's a little bit more of a roll of dice. But you could do New England and, and use them up in your survivor pool, lockup pool. I will say this. The Jets are pretty good against the run. So the Patriots better be able to throw it because they're going to try to stop Cam Newton in that running game. They're going to make Cam Newton have to beat them through the air. I don't know if he's going to be up to the challenge. Somehow, way though, the Patriots wind up winning that game. Low scoring though. I think it's 20 to 16 Patriots. Lock them up though, anyway.
1: Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week.
0: Nice, Brian. We actually have time to get to an email question today. I love it. Tuckhead's Thursday. Let's do it.
1: Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's
0: your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address Ross at Ross Tucker.com. That's how you can always get at me in any way. So if you want to be the spread the word winner, sponsor confirmation, email winner, you just rate and review us on your podcast app or you take advantage of the Amazon banner ads on the homepage at Ross Tucker.com. Whatever it is, send it to me, Ross at Ross Tucker.com. or anyone that signed up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app this week. It's pop it's happening in, in uh, Tennessee. I saw a couple states voted yes maybe virginia and louisiana maybe i don't know um anyway what do you got brian
1: hey ross long time listener of the show going back to the four letter network days and i've always appreciated your willingness to express a strong opinion even if it may not always be right my questions revolve around the placement of the five offensive linemen pre-snap when the offense executes a run play the lineman seems to be uniformly in a straight line across the ball However, when there is a pass play, they seem to form a slight boomerang shape with the center directly on the ball and the guards and tackles further away. Well, isn't, it, isn't this obvious to the defense of what type of play that they're going to run? And on pass plays, the tackles are a full yard or more off the line of scrimmage. Given that there needs to be seven men on the line of scrimmage pre-snap, isn't this illegal if they're a full yard off? Did the NFL ever change this rule at some point in the past to try and encourage more offense in the league? Appreciate your time and your hard work, That is from Nick.
0: Nick, love the questions. I forget what sponsor you used, but thank you, bro. Love questions like this. Such a good one. So first of all, the rule is your helmet has to break the belt of the center. You are considered on the line of scrimmage if your helmet breaks the center's Belt. So the center bends over. He's got the football. As long as your helmet breaks the the is in front of the belt, you're legal. You're on the line of scrimmage. So some guys still get called for it, but as long they'll give you the, first of all they'll give you a warning. Second of all, they'll give you the benefit of the doubt. So if you think about it, you can be a yard off the ball with your feet, as long as when your head's leaning forward. I don't want to do it too much, then you'll see my bald spot. Sign up for my code using keeps and uh, you'll be like this, and you can break the the center's belt line. So that's the rule, number one. Number two, they usually only do that, Nick. It is a good thing to to pick up on and a good thing to look at. They usually only do that in obvious passing downs, right? So what you want to do as an offensive lineman, you want to get a little bit more depth. The the tackles especially get more depth on passing downs because they need to – pass protect, kick slide, get back to pass block the guy coming around the edge. So that is why they do that and they get a little bit more depth, especially in obvious passing downs. Now, if they could play action pass, you don't want to do that. Play action pass, you want them to think that you're in your three-point stance and it's a run. You want to be lined up like you are for a run. And you even want to be lined up with a little bit of depth if you want to do it that way, like at the pass on some runs. Maybe you're on the back side of a run. It doesn't matter. Maybe it's a draw. So that way you're constantly kind of throwing them off the scent. Because if they think what you're thinking, Nick, but you just changed up on them a couple times, then you totally throw them off, right? Like maybe you're up on the line one time, but it's actually a pass. Or maybe you're back a little bit, but it's actually a run. All you have to do is do that a couple times, and then their keys are kind of off. But those are the things that defensive coordinators Defensive lineman, linebacker that's what they're looking for. They're looking for cues from the split between each other on the offensive linemen, the alignment, how far they are back up the ball. These are the intricate details that make football so cool. Shout outs, Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture, SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. Love it, love it, love it, all of you. All of the new patrons, patreon.com slash rtmedia, love it. I'll be happy when I get back home, send a bunch of autographs for you guys if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code ROSS. Other than that, I think we're done here.